When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast, Survivor News Edition, Episode 216, Not Too Much. I serve as your humble and also gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you can find podcasts, the Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, and give your baby boy some five stars. And as always with our Survivor News Edition, make sure you head over to YouTube so that you can follow along to this audio podcast on video. Just type in Bryce Isaiah, hit subscribe and give that video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. Woo, baby. We had a episode to discuss this week. I mean, this episode that we just watched of Survivor by far could be one of the best episodes or gameplay wise in such a long time. I am joined this week by Wendell Holland, the winner of Ghost Island and Jack Atkins from this Netflix, The Circle Season 2. And guess what? As in promise, we recorded together in person live so it's the first time that we really got to interact with each other in person and record a podcast so listen bear with me with the audio it might be a little you know a little shaky at times but i think the visuals over there on youtube uh, will make up for it so listen you are in for a treat so listen i'm doing a lot of talking let's get into this week's survivor news are back this week with your Survivor News. And as promised, I am brought to you live and in person, welcoming back to the podcast, Jack, the graduate. Hey! What up? (laughs) It's so weird being in person. I know. I feel so short, but I'm really the tallest person here. (laughs) You just got low. Low, yeah. Longer legs, shorter. Yeah, longer legs. Medium torso, strong back. 
And whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> where's my whistle? Ah, did you break? Did, if Wendell brought his whistle, uh, and we are reporting live from Florida and welcoming back to the podcast, it is Wendell Holland. You might know him from HGTV. <sighs> Winner at war, winner, and of course, oh no, 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 two M's, Ghost Island winner, mm-hmm. and first merge boot of winners at war. Welcome to the podcast, Wendell Holland. Ding! How are you going? It's going pretty good. It is weird to be it here. It is really weird, and I smell Wendell and I smell Jack. So. I mean, I could just like, we're just very close, so I can smell Yeah, it. Bryce, I don't like how you set up this podcast studio. It's quite all right. You know, my apartment is a little dusty, so we'll get it together. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's weird, like, being here. How does it feel to be a graduate, Jack? It feels good. Still waiting on the grades to come back uh, through, but uh, yeah, I think I should be all right. It's just, yeah, it's just that last feeling of like, all right, let me make sure everything's good before I really mentally move on with it, but... We're here at Hearts of Reality for a good cause and with a bunch of other reality people. And it's just so great to, to be here and be able to see you guys and then also yeah. see podcasts in person and, and celebrate all of the recent successes we've had. So. Yes. It's like dad is here with his two kids. <laughs> Hi, dad. Are you dad? Oh, you dad. Yeah. dad. They call me dad. Yes. Uh, and, you know, keeping it moving. You know, we just had an amazing event in D.C. Bryson went presents the District 43. It was super amazing. So much fun. So much great positive energy. How would you describe it? It was great. D.C. is always a good vibe. Like D.C. from whenever we started the district parties, they've always showed up, you know, and we wanted to do something. We've always done something special. We brought Sari first. Then we brought Sandra. Ooh. And then... Two nights ago, we brought Michelle Fitzgerald. Oh, Michelle yeah. shut the house down when she arrived. She arrived mid-episode, and the people went crazy. They did, yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, and then, of course, you know, if we're bringing it to you live, live and in color, one day after this podcast gets released on the Purple Pants Podcast, we will be in L.A. for the finale. Yes. What? Uh, so sadly, we're all we're all sold out. Oh, so we don't have we don't oh, sadly very sadly we are all sold out. Um, thank you everybody that's coming. It's going to be an awesome time. Bryce, shut up, balance. Hold on, wait. Let me see if I can do magic. We got things to do. Sorry, we're all sold out. But there's another option, of oh. course. To there is another option. Okay, What's the other option. Oh, there. Okay. Not only are we having this party, but Whoa. on Tuesday night, Aza is having a party oh, for her birthday. For her birthday, and if you ask me, I think that's going to be really cool because a lot of the reality people will be there. I think the ratio as far as fans to reality people will be pristine. Yes. Well, how would you? What you know, Jack, the smart one. What it, what would the ratio to reality stars to karaoke songs be? It's at least a one-to-one ah. songs per star. <laughs> Jack, do you have a go-to karaoke song? Dude, I gotta say I'm not a big karaoke guy. Jack I, got, I can't sing, so... You can rap. I, I can do a little Jack Harlow. I was in Nashville. I did karaoke with my friends, and we did... um, What song did we do? Oh, uh, Country Roads, Take Me Home. Because oh. we, we were down in Nashville, so... How's it going? Country roads, 
Take me home. Take, take, take me home. To the place. Oh, where I Jackery, he graduated. I'm bright Isaiah, I'm saucy Theta. Uh, when DB, he daddy, he call a Padre, but I play him low. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you, no, I was, oh, I can help a little bit. I don't got another for you, but what they said, Bryce, do you have a go to karaoke song? I absolutely have a go to karaoke song, and if you listen to the podcast, I guess it. I mean, oh, is it Lil Kim? But what's the name of the song? How's it going? I've been, I've, been, I've been gone for a minute. Now I'm back with the, the jump off. Goons in the club. Case of the jump off. Back up for the dust off. And the graveyard is where you get dumped off. But also, at Oz's birthday party, I will be debuting a new karaoke Ooh. song. Is it a Bryce Isaiah classic? I mean, I, I'm going I'm to stay in my I'll lane. Always get the party started. When I walk through, turn that in and out. Every time that I come through, bottles on deck. So you know what? Get the party started is streaming available on all <laughs> streaming platforms. So stream that. But yeah, I'm debuting a new song. I'm gonna enlist Wendy to help me. Oh really? Yeah. What I'm staying in my lane. What are we gonna do? I'm not gonna tell them. You're gonna have to come. Right, they're gonna have to wait a minute. Yeah, that. tickets are available for Oz's party on Tuesday. Click the link in the wonderful world of Oz Instagram. Not only is it a karaoke party, Did but you it's put also- the one? Yes. Not only is it a karaoke party, but it's also her birthday party. Happy birthday. <laughs> Stop touching my knee. I, Jack. You're the one that's going to the situation. All right. We, there happened to be what I would think is one of the best Survivor episodes in the last few seasons yeah. that we need to talk about. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my lips is clear. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Was able to, I'm, I'm yeah. going over to but, you. But also, wait, 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 because we in person. Yeah. Don't start, because I can fight. I mean, I can fight too, but also, oh, oh, can't fight. if we're in person, it's only right that the person who has been moderating Wendeezy, that we allow him not to moderate, and we're going to give it to the graduate, Jackery Atkins. I have been moderating. I mean. Yeah, what you got to say about that? You've been doing a great job. They said the moderation this season has been amazing. Oh. I thought you were going to say, despite what they were saying. <laughs> no, Jackson, no, no. good. Um, yeah, and because we're in person and because the episode was just so crazy and, and chock full of moments, like, I'm happy we could we could freestyle it at some points just because yeah. there's so much to talk about with that final move. Oh my but God. I do have my notes ready. Um, so let's kick it off. Definitely, I think, one of the best episodes in recent memory of any season. Yeah. Um, Ghost Island yeah. for sure. <laughs> Rivals the Wendell Merge boot in Winners at War for all time moments. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. No, it doesn't because here's the thing. Yes, I was blindsided. They got me good. Mm. And I even remember like my confessionals. The producer would ask me, like, so who's going home tonight? And I was like, Adam Klein is going home tonight. No, wait, 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 Jack. Be the producer. Give this window confessional and I'll be the cameraman. The producer is holding him. 
<laughs> he's sitting on a rock over oh, there. Also, he's filming. Shit. <laughs> 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 this is so oh, oh, on call. Who is You're leaving? You're leaving? Oh, Wait, yeah, I have a call. I forgot. You know. What are you so doing? Well, Shuby, well, at least say hi to the oh, people. Shit. We got the, no, the, my boy. the circle in the building. Yo, what up? We got circle legend Shubham. Oh, uh, two guys, my boys. <laughs> That episode was fired. No, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. When you fin- if you finish the call, feel free to come back. Oh, you what part? I love your call. Yeah. He's got, he's, he's got. Well, I gave you 30 seconds, though. 30 really? seconds. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Start what did you think of the episode? I thought the episode was great overall. Yeah. Okay. The ending was surprising. Oh. We're going to get there. Shocking, yeah. Who, who's your winner pick? I think I was going to win. Oh. oh. Wow. Was oh. he watching the episode? <laughs> oh, oh, oh Danny. Shubi's been rallying. Shubi's been rallying too hard. I, I love Jesse, and I know everyone thinks Jesse's going to win. I just think Owen's going to come from the left field and take the win. Yeah, come on, oh, Zaddy. Okay, so now that you're saying that, and if we could just jump to this. Yeah, let's we'll, jump to it. We'll get the confessional later. Jesse is now making it to final five mm-hmm. with an idol that no one knows about. Yeah. He just had a huge play. He will get to final four if he uses his idol. Mm-hmm. If you're saying Owen wins, I Jesse think... Jesse has to go home at four. I think the only way Owen wins is by beating Jesse in fire right there. Okay, so can we just... Should we get to the meat and potatoes? I mean, we get to be great winners, though. No, for sure. Well, get, make your calls, Ruby. Thanks, boys. Good seeing yeah, which, which of your ladies is it? Oh, oh, oh. oh. This is I'm sober. Alright, Shubi, we'll see you. Hi, Mom. I'm here. <laughs> Mom, I need you to no, no, no. Leave it open because you're coming back. Lock it. <laughs> From the outside. <laughs> Alright. Okay. So you got me hot. Wait, let Jack is so, moderating actually. Yeah. Are we doing Also, yeah, let's do the confession. Okay. Sorry, we are so winners at war. You don't have a mic. You're just sitting on a rock over there. I'm sorry. There's a mic above Someone me. Someone has a boom, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll be the boom. Right, I'll right. put your long arm. No, it has to be close to me. It's so in the middle. Can hear me. There we go. Not oh. that close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're the camera. I need a mic. Okay. We're, we're switching it up. Yeah. We're, this is the new era. <laughs> <laughs> the Drop the four, keep the one. All right. Um, so, Wendell, who do you think's going home tonight? <laughs> tonight, it's going to be Adam Scott Klein. I think I even said that. You're an international right now. Okay. It's going to be Adam Scott Klein. Sorry, Adam. Love you to death. Congratulations on your recent engagement, but you're going home. Okay. Scene. Wow. Next scene, you're Jeff Probst. This, 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 this is the torch. <laughs> <laughs> Time to read Not Adam Scott Klein. <laughs> when he said my Rental. name, I looked at Michelle. You're Michelle. No, you're a cameraman? I'm Michelle and a cameraman. Uh, she was, yeah, live footage. What she you said, I didn't do it. Did I do that? <laughs> then I got up with fire tokens in pocket. <laughs> Are you a cameraman? I'm um, Jeff Probst. Um, Wendell, the tribe has spoken. Then I walked down a long pathway. <laughs> on the box with the <laughs> I got up to the box and it had all the names and I'm like dang I think Michelle might have got me but that's my girl and then I'm like Nick same same thing Nick's my boy 
So I got to give them both my tokens. I don't know who got me. And I said, the marathon continues. And see. And see. Years fast forward three years later, and welcome to the podcast. The first merge boot of Winners at War. Woo! Wendell Howard. All right, to this episode because y'all got me spicy because I just I have a lot of hot takes. Okay, yeah, we can we'll cover everything that sort of precluded. Oh, I think. Um, the the tribal and the big move, but we can, we can zoom through it. Colluded, pre pre occurred, yeah, led to someone could say. Um, but happy to zoom through those and get to the to yeah. get to the, the the bulk of the episode. But right to the, the bulk, right to the bulk. <laughs> oh, now what you're thinking, Bryce? <laughs> but we get back from tribal council where Sammy went out unanimously. Uh, didn't even vote because he played a shot in the dark. So it was a six to zero vote. And because the vote was so unanimous now, it's kind of like time for everyone to see where the new lines are being drawn. And so we see Owen go to Cassidy and start to plant the seeds that Carla was not, that Carla was in fact pushing for her. Uh, and with this information, Cassidy wants to go to Carla and, and confirm the story. And Carla ends up Pulling out all the stops, fake cries to try to convince Cassie that she's with her. But we can kind of see that Cassie's not really buying it. But Carlos says, goes to, then goes to Jesse and says, Jesse, can you, you know, go corroborate my story? And it cuts to Jesse saying, three seconds later, everything that people have told you about Carla is true. And so Jesse's just farthering that narrative and, and, and widening those cracks. But... Which, Jesse's, which good, at this, Jesse's yeah. good at this game. The manipulation, the uh, I, I look at him as like a chess master or something. He's like, he's good at this. Because I don't know if Bryce came to me crying saying, oh, please just tell Jack, tell Jack that, you know, I wasn't talking trash on him. I don't know if I'd have it in me to be like, I got you, bro. Yeah. Yo, Bryce was talking that trash on me. I don't think I'd have it in me. Yeah. I just, for me... Um, it hurts a little bit because Carla has been this rock uh, this whole season and she's been pretty solid. She's played like a pretty flawless game in the sense she's won immunities when it's time to win immunity. She's found the idol. And it's just for me, it's hard to see her in this position uh, where it's like literally her back is against the wall. But at the same time. I'm like, this is Survivor and you see what kind of player Jesse is. You see how Noel went home. A part of me is like wondering, did Carla really think that like Jesse would bridge the gap? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think I feel like she did. I, I think that's why Jesse's been doing so well is he's shown his ability to make you know cutthroat moves, but I feel like he's left his allies after that feeling like he wouldn't make those moves against them and, and making them feel comfortable with him and like he wouldn't betray them. When in reality, we can see that he's willing to make any move he needs to for the million dollars and for his family. Uh, and I think that's what's made him so good. Is Whereas like a Sammy was super cutthroat, but it was very apparent to everybody that he would do whatever. And so it kind of lost him like the respect and the trust of other people in the game. Um, but yeah, it is interesting seeing Carla, who for the most part played very well throughout the game, now is in such a, almost a bottom position where... <laughs> where she she's playing from the bottom and she's not being looped like she's 
so used to being in the loop that it's almost like now she's taking the things people tell her, which aren't really true anymore, as like, oh, well, I still have this social um, status. status in the game that people will come to me, and when in reality, they're feeding her BS, right. and then it's leaving her out of the loop. And this um, is the wrong time for this to happen to someone's game. Yeah, yeah. She was, if you ask me, she was like in stride all game, and now it's going here, whereas, man, like, I wish you were floundering and now your game starts to uptick. But here I say is that like Carla has been straight ahead the whole game. Not like, what's the word? She hasn't, not too high, not too low. Steady. Steady. So in actuality, me being a Carla fan, for her to take this stumble, I feel like if she can recover from this, give her the million dollars. Yes. There's only what? Two days for her to recover. I mean, but listen, like this is and this this is literal crunch time. As in, for someone to be playing so well all game and then be hit that hard, mm. and then I think we're gonna see her get hit again this next episode because mm. the same person who just undermined her big her plan and made her look kind of foolish has an idol that yeah. nobody knows about. Okay, so. Mm. Can we talk about this? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to jump around. No, my, my thing is the idol. So we saw Cody ask for the idol back because he wanted to spoof Carla into hyping her up uh, to be like, we're going to play the idols tonight. We ain't playing. Yeah. And we not like, and again, I think this is very pivotal edit- editing is that like we never saw Cody get- return the idol. So everyone on Twitter and everywhere keeps saying like, oh, Jesse Carr's idol. We don't know that. I think that in the bottom third language that we saw sometimes, it a lot of times said two, two idols. So he gave one. Yeah, I, I, there's for some reason yeah. I'm so convinced that he has that he had two idols. So well, but, at what point? Like wait, going into the episode? I'm talking about at the end of that. Then why wouldn't have Cody used his idol on himself? No, no, that, they, 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 so, I think as far as editing goes, it was an intentional sort of uncertainty. Okay. But this episode, Jesse has had both the whole time. Right. Gives it back to Cody so he can prove to Carla that he has his idol. Right. And then Cody gives it back because the idol that Jesse plays on Owen was Cody's. How do you know that? Because it was the one with all the beads. And so, oh, not too much. Okay. So then, here's my thing. And I love me some Cody. And I don't know if he's living or is he playing. In what world, Jack, if I ask you to hold my idol, mm-hmm. then I say, I'm going to spoof him. Spook. Why would I give it back to you? Yeah, no, that was my big question is, like, once Cody gets it back... Like what? Like what? Yeah, yeah, there, there was no reason I'm to return. Yeah, there was, it. There was like, no reason to then re-give it back to him. That for me, in my opinion, again, great move, or respected, but like Cody gets dropped yeah. down a lot of yeah. points in the Survivor realm. And my points for that, like what? Like yes, no, it doesn't make any sense. It, like, even if you trust them, it's like you might as well just hold, hold the idol. idol. And there's only two times left you could play it, like. Yeah, like right. What you give it back, you survive. Next, literally, next travel, you're gonna be all right. Let me get that back to play for myself. Right. Like, and what's the why? What's the why behind why he was doing? I just think he trusted Jesse so much. Did he feel like that was his ace in the hole? I think so. 
People said that in, Co- in Cody's exit interviews, he looked at them as Diamond Wendell. Mm, yeah. Well, 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 who would he be? I thought Cody was giving Wendell because edit-wise, Jesse was looking very much stronger. And in Ghost Island, I thought Dom was looking much stronger edit-wise. And so... But you and Kelly were more like subtly social, I feel like. Yeah, and just living. Yeah. (laughs) Build it. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm just confused. No, I agree. I think that was sort of the biggest question mark to me. I mean, I think the move still works if he does have his idol. Right. Keeps up that one. But actually, no, I don't think it does. Because once... If Owen plays his, if, if they, if Jesse would then play his own idol on Owen, Carla plays her idol, Cody would play his idol. So yeah, I really, I think Cody was a very strong player, but that specifically, I thought was a really huge, potentially million dollar mistake. Um, and I was asking myself the same thing. I was right. like, what is the like? You're not looking distrustful to just hold on to your own idol, like. And again, if well, clearly it's not an if. If what's the word I want to say? Because it's not an if. When? But no, because it's not when. Because Cody trusts Jesse so much to give the idol back for me, that just speaks volumes to the level of trust. Oh! 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 Legends introduced the amazing legends, Wendell Holly. We have my good buddy, the one and only um, reality TV icon and Survivor Hall of Famer, Johnny Fairplay in his Shawn Michaels t-shirt. Oh, I got the jacket too. Don't worry. And everyone's like, "Where's your, where's your, uh, where's your championship belt?" No, 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 no. Real Shawn Michaels. It was all about the gimmicks, brother. I got the gimmick pack. We're good. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Interesting. What's in that's what, T- that's what TSA used to ask him. <laughs> Interesting. So we got the heartbreak kid himself, Shawn Michaels, with Shan. And we have the wonderful <laughs> Jessica Milagros from Big Brother. Wow. Welcome. And we have Shan. This, is, this was once the Shan Stan podcast. Shan Stan <laughs> You're not you're not on the show right now, so we can't be the Shan Stan podcast. No, no, it's okay. We can always be the Shan Stan podcast. Yeah. Oh. Have you guys have faces well, been mended? It's true. Jack and I are together in a relationship. This is a shan stand. Can I share? I don't know if you met her, and she is smoking hot. Thank you, Johnny. Wow. I I, 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 I would have a lot of difficulty voting you out. I assure you. Well, let's try this again. Rise this, a second. This is a Johnny Fairplay podcast. Yeah. Right, that's right. This is Johnny Fairplay podcast. Hey, okay? It's a Fairplay podcast. It's a Fairplay podcast. Welcome to Reality After Show. Oh, my God. I'm Matt Bishop. Shout out to Matt. We love Matt. Oh, man. I think we need a season of 10 Johnny Fairplays for his 10 Shans. And just oh, oh, wow. Oh. There would be a lot of music and a lot of inappropriate... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's from her tribe. Uh, mine, 
Touche. Touche. Well, we started to crash. Thank you for coming by. Jessica, how are you doing? Yes. Oh my god. Milagro. 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 Oh my baby. Bonita. Thanks, babies. I miss you guys so much. Oh, we miss you too. Survivor has such a special place in my heart. Even my, though that's it's probably, my wallet. It, it's probably like the show I should have been on. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm spending, you know, a lot of time working and doing stuff. And right. I, I, wish get, much, I wish we could have traded you for Adam Klein. Oh. during confessionals just like big brother people that, that shouldn't do that uh, <laughs> are you not allowed to shout during confessionals no <laughs> dude they, they I think that explains your season 40 gameplay oh! <laughs> this is no longer a champagne <laughs> podcast like I said when she walked in and they missed when we snuffed this torch again yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we did a replay like, I will oh, say so I I will say you shout during confessionals in Big Brother, but they can't hear you. <laughs> Nobody can hear you. Um, unlike you guys. No, in Survivor you can't hear us. It's like way at the other end right. of the island, yeah. and they shut off half the island. Oh, really? That's why I'm like, oh no, 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 not, not if you're, you're not if you have the Beely camera crew. We we had the so I was on the Drake tribe on on uh, Pearl Islands. So we had the we had the A team. Okay. So and Morgan tribe they they had the B team. Yeah. So, so we had the merge, and so they brought over, you know, like they'd alternate. And so the first day, they're like, fair play, uh, we need to come and do a confessional. It's just like, a, all right, uh, you got uh, you got three minutes tops. Just give me some sound bites and give you a one line. I'm out of here. They're like, no, 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 no. Uh, and I was just like, huh? And they're like, well, just just right here. I'm just like, okay, number one, we are like, I can see the camp. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you understand how I play this game, but none of these people need to hear what I'm saying right now. They're like, no. It's fine. I'm just like, all right, well, someone stand guard. And they're like, okay. So like, okay, we need to say this word for word. I'm just like, okay, that ain't Johnny Carey. Johnny Carey is the language. I'm like, that's Dara. <laughs> I ain't Dara. I'm Johnny Carey. You give me a boy. I, I, I yeah. got that. They're like, no, this is how we're doing it. And I'm just like, this is not. As I'm saying that, Krista walks around the corner. She goes, hey, Johnny Carey. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> so I leave. I come there. I'm just like, I will never do anything with them. And they're like, you are not talking to them ever again. Oh, we wow. apologize. Yeah. I'm so sorry. They were setting you up. Yeah, right. No, it was amateur hour. Okay. Amateur hour. That's a, they, they got the B team. I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> This is a you. You guys understand what A team technology is, yeah. right here. Right, a phone on the. <laughs> okay, not too much. Not too much. Yeah. Squeeze behind a round table. Okay. I mean, most of us are cut out of the shower. If you guys saw all the technicality that comes into this program, it's a wide shot. Oh, yeah. yes. this is really good. Actually. Oh wow, y'all look good. Best thing. We set it all up earlier. <laughs> so, did you guys know you were gonna have special guests? You know, because I didn't get the invite. I don't, I don't know. We were all people were just, just randomly. Yeah, yeah. someone say crash the party. Absolutely. You guys should be doing this on the balcony or by the pool. Oh, the, the, the balcony. balcony. Yeah, we we were placed on the back side. But sometimes I always I get the back side. Really? The lackeys are down. Roll the hat. Roll the fish. 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 Ro
Well, thank you guys for having thank me. Thank you guys. I'll see you. We'll see you in a little bit. What time do we leave? Five. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you got it. We'll see you next week. After show, that's my YouTube channel, and just go to realityaftershow.com for everything. Please yeah. press subscribe. Love these guys. Click like. Thank you. Comment. Oh, uh-huh. Watch out for the lights. Yep. Uh-huh. You look good, fair play. I try. Heartbreak, yeah. fair play. Johnny in them shorts. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> well, what? Listen, now I normally leave my door open, and you know, <laughs> but woo, Chile, Chile. All right. That was a lot. Yeah, no, that was fun. <laughs> so where were we? Yeah. Congratulations, Shan. Oh yeah, guys. Yes. You and Shan. Oh yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, y'all gonna have some tall children. <laughs> yes, <Where> sir. <laughs> no, yes, we, sir. we've mended fences. That's good. I don't know if we're in a relationship necessarily, but oh. are you breaking up with her on the pot? No, no, no. We're okay. we're figuring things out. All right. Okay. Yes, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> I'm I'm quick. <laughs> um, Fair play is so funny. Yeah, yeah. and those those tights. And he's wearing. I think he's wearing that to the. Today, he's got cigs in the. In the <laughs> it's for a bed for children. It's a see-through bag <laughs> with Marlboros in it. Can I get one of those? <laughs> Don't tell your mom. It's too hot. Oh, uh, okay. All right, where were we? Um, we were. I was just saying that it gives the magnitude of what. How Jesse is playing that mm, yeah. Cody would actually so much trust in its final six at this point to give an idol back just to say, "Hey, man, crazy, I'm crazy. living." <laughs> okay, I did love the way that Cody played the game though. With like he, it, for most parts of his game, obviously super social, super funny, and had some really good strategic um, ability. Yeah, but then there's still this. This things like this where he shows that old school loyalty and he has those like old school values and how he plays the game where it's a really interesting combination of like really strategic but also like super loyal and it's like an interesting blend and it's, he just does it so in, in such an entertaining way. Do we think and again do we think he was really that strategic or was it Jesse? I think Cody had some really good strategic chops like I Obviously, think Jesse steered the ship a good amount, but I think for Cody's archetype, especially and especially the way people on the island probably perceived him, he was a lot smarter and more strategic than people realized. I mean, just off the top of my head, thinking about when he did that camp raid, okay. he was able to get all that. That's the bargain to get more and leave people feeling better. I mean, you think about. Even last week, the way that he thought about... I mean, it didn't end up happening, but the way he thought about, all right, I want to get Cassie out for this reason because it's going to isolate Carla and then she's going to come work with mm-hmm. us, things like that. I mean, he's thinking multi multiple layers and, and multiple steps ahead. He and does not think in home. He's not thinking in-house. Yeah, and it, I think he has a different view on the game, which is why things like this where he gives the... Like, he doesn't expect that to happen, but as far as, like, the game as he knows it, I think he's really sharp. I think we're watching Jesse... Evolve the game of survival. Mm. I think we're watching someone say, you know what? I'm shooting at my allies. Mm. I'm doing it early. I'm doing it whenever. I'm taking shots everywhere. I think um, I think this Jesse strategy is something that it's like, I think it's new. I think it's, the, I, sometimes I think like, yeah, I think he's one, I think he's a game changer. Yeah, I, I do think, oh. I mean, I think this move was one of the most brilliant moves in recent memory and that contributes to why we enjoyed the episode so much. I do remember 
shout out to Adam Klein. I saw a clip of him talking about sort of this idea of, you know, in the even in recent seasons, your goal is to be in the majority and to be in the majority of that majority. But now there's so much um, movement within alliances and within the game so where it's sort of like, and he, this is how you phrase it, it's almost a self, like people expect to like alliances to implode. And so you actually want to be on sort of the bottom of the alliance because you're in the majority, but when people want to make a move, you're the one that they're going to come to and you're able to make the first move because you're not part of that power, like states and lives of six, you're not in that power four, you're on the outside and you're able to have more wiggle room. And now it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy where people expect those alliances to implode. And and so they start to get paranoid and then that causes that farther leads them to that implosion where if, but being like a Jesse where you're the one making the first moves is the most important thing, even if you trust the people, because naturally, in this day and age, it's, it's so hard to actually... Oh! Oh! He comes back with Eric in the building. I'm doing the podcast anywhere I can. I'm on the podcast. I'm on here. What's up, baby? Abraham came. You guys are in good hands now. Watch out, Eric. You keep hitting the light. That's it. A quick hello. All right. We'll see y'all. Guys. 20 minutes. <laughs> All right. That's yeah, our brother Abraham. He shows mad love. He's always at We love yeah. Abraham. Make sure you check out his Instagram. And he has a Survivor podcast that is Abraham, in my opinion, has better takes the window. So listen, make sure you check Abraham out. He probably does. He does. Uh, so is it a saying of my drugs? I'm going to scream. Is it like literally the saying, a wolf in sheep's clothing? Is I mean, I think he disguises his strategy much better than a wolf. lot of big. No, well, like or he, a sheep. Well, if he's in sheep's clothes, like I, I wouldn't uh, to uh, to an extent. Right. I, I uh, really, like it's not. I don't think he's he's definitely playing the game very cutthroat, like a wolf. I mean, I think it's. I would I'd say like the sheep's clothing, not fully. Like it's it is. I feel like if I was out there, you'd know he's strategic, okay. but. He, I think he's doing it in a way that doesn't really concern people a whole lot, at least to this point, and also doesn't make people think like he is gonna win. Mm. Um, where it's until he lays it out, yeah, until he lays it out, pull it out. Uh, no, what Whoa. type of dog does your mom? What type of dog is Dar? Dar, short for Dar Salam, is a beagle, and they are hunting dogs. Okay, so they don't herd. No. So, what's a herd and breed? Like Australian Shepherd? Okay, and I really feel like Jesse is an Australian Shepherd, where you have people, say you have sheep, who is like the... the Pushing them. Right, and so, but they're not the top people. The people that are the farmers are right. like what you historically would think of like a Sandra uh, or a Tony or a thing, but like, yeah. you know, the Shepherd dog is in with the sheep. And you know they're yeah, out, right outside, yeah. but when it's time to go, they start to move them, and so that's really the analogy that I think of Jesse because it's like, yeah, the dog. That's a good right. analogy. Yeah, yeah. You want to be the one who's influencing things without, you know, the move being put almost on this point. You don't want the moves on your resume, but you want to be able to be like, you want to be the reference, right? And it's almost like the moves speak for themselves. Because I feel like if you're on the jury and you see Cody getting voted out, like I was like, I don't know what else I need more to see. Yeah. And it's so smart of Jesse because now 
he has this secret idol that is obviously going to be when he uses it very impressive to the whole jury that it was kept a secret um, but like he was waiting for the right he took this great shot and then now he has the coverage next episode where he is the biggest threat but there's nothing they can do about it unless they get him out and fire so he's basically paved this path for himself where you know maybe a good 70% of the time he's going to make it to the end and then when, if he does he's going to win my question to you both with who's remaining in the game, if we can say that there's a very, very, very high likelihood that Jesse is in the final four by using this yeah, idol, yeah. can we also say that if Jesse does not win that next challenge, 100% he's going to be in fire against one of these people? Yeah, I, I think that's... Yeah. I mean, I was talking to someone earlier, and I feel like although Jesse... Uh, was keeping Owen out of the information. I still feel like him uh, wielding the idol to Owen. Is that a word? Well, because I was gonna say welding, but not welding. Not will- willing. Willing. Giving. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Not too much. Lending. Giving. <laughs> right. Why check? I mean, I know, but I was trying to use another word. I thought it's like welding or whatever. Uh, Wielding, wielding. Not really. Okay. So if I if I leave something in my will, that's you, you will it, will it. Yeah. So that's like, but that'll be like leaving it out here, like out of the game. Yeah. But yeah. Just just put wielding in and continue, and we'll get we know the context. Although he gave the idol <laughs> to Owen, I think that might mean something to Owen. And in a, a, a world that we know that Owen has one immunity, Carla has one immunity. Uh, I could see Owen bringing. Jesse to the end with him. Nah, I, I think there's a zero percent chance of that. Okay, I think that I think I think there's a world in which if an Owen wins immunity, he, he gives it up. He to gives him. it up and he plays Play Jesse, Jesse in fire. Oh, and that and that's kind of like I can see a lot of people doing that. So I mean, yeah, and that's I mean, and for a move a move like that for Owen could go a very long way. And if you were to do that and to beat Jesse, and if he could sit at the, the final three. So, hypothetically, what if it's then him, Gabler, and let's pick. Is it Cassidy? Cassidy, Cassidy or Carla? It's probably Cassidy. I think Carla is probably going to next episode. If Carla doesn't win. And she doesn't win, but we know that she has it in her. Mm-hmm. So, okay, in a world where it's... In a world where Owen just beats Jesse Mm -hmm. in fire, and now he's sitting next to Gabler and Cassidy. That's what I'm most interested about, because I I don't, like, I don't think there's going to be a, like, I think if Jesse or Carla get to the three, they're going to win. Yeah. I don't think they're both going to get to the three. Right. And so that remaining three of Owen, Gabler, and Cassidy, I do think is the most interesting. And you can see Cassidy getting votes. Yeah. You can see Owen getting votes. Another thing that kind of pissed me off uh, this week was that, again, don't get me wrong, Jesse Moore was crazy. Um, And to see what happened with Cody, crazy. Uh, To see Carla in that position was definitely worth talking about. But also, it's like, have people forgotten that, like, Cassidy has been on the chopping block this entire season and more than likely probably would have went home this episode and she pulled out a win. Like, that is... I mean, mm. it's standard survivor, but like when it's time to pull out a win, she performs. You, yeah. she performs, and it's like that's some people can't do that, and that's why people go home. So it's been pissing me off just a little bit that I haven't been hearing the conversation of Cassidy enough as a formidable opponent. 
She won when she had to win. I think she is a very solid player. Like I, she doesn't like she deserves more credit. I, she hasn't had the opportunity yet to make any notable moves, in my opinion. But she's clearly very solid socially. She's a good competitor, and you know the fact that she's been in a solid position the whole game. I think speaks to her strategy. Like I think her strategy really it's like survive. She, yeah, she hasn't done anything notable, but she hasn't done anything. Notably bad either, right. and so she's been in a good spot, and that's why you know I, there is a world where I think she like can turn it on the next few weeks. Same, Week. same with Owen and even a Gabler. If they can be the one to get credit for getting out of Carla and getting out of Jesse, I think that's how you make your case to win in that sort of final three mm-hmm. circumstance. And I honestly think even like I gave Gabler a lot of shit early in the season, but what I've seen from Gabler the last you know four or five episodes, I really like it, and I, I don't. Now, he might not be able to win because I think he's perceived as sort of this, like, goofier, <laughs> like, unaware older guy. But if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Gabler's ever voted wrong. And his whole strategy of the Ala Gabler, which was funny at first, is like, but he knows when to pop up and make, and he knows when his profile is low enough that he could pop up and stir the pot and push things in a direction. Amen. And then he really does go back under the water and stays in the right votes without making himself... Now to to and I do think it is sort of like you get to the merge. Gabler's pre-merge was so chaotic that like I think everyone was probably like, okay, that's a goat. Like we can bring him to the end. So he hasn't maybe had the pressure on him. But I think given that circumstance, he's actually played really well. And I do think there's a world in which I mean we've seen a couple instances in the edit where Gabler you know goes to Owen and says, "I have a plan on how to get us to the end." We don't see that actual plan. Right. We see Gabler talking about. Okay, maybe we need to get out Jesse. We don't actually see his strategy for that. I do think there's a world where Gabler could get to a three, and then maybe it flashes back on Gabler laying out this plan to Owen, and that's exactly what happened. And then Gabler is able to communicate that to the jury, and maybe it buys him a couple of votes. Two episodes ago, he told Owen, we need to break up Cody and Jesse. Yeah. And we don't know what hand that yeah. Gabler had in that. Exactly. So I, I will give it to you. However, I feel like as a viewer, I'm a little bit more empathetic to the Cassidy and Owen story, because yeah. Cassidy has had her back against the wall, and she's still here and, pull, and, and has been pulling it out when need be. Also with Owen, he's been left out of the votes. We just relate to Owen. We know he's a Survivor fan. We know yeah. like how much it means to him. And you know, if he could do something like win, give it to Jesse and make him yeah. play him in fire. Like for me, I feel like just given his story, um, it just weighs a little bit I'm more. A, I'm, a Owen, I'm, a Owen, I'm an Owen fan right now. And I think Owen's one of those players in the right now that, you know, the whole jury... It, probably likes him. I mean, he hasn't really had a hand in voting them out, which for better or for worse, but I think he's someone where he's very likable, and I think also the entire jury, despite the fact that he's been kind of a disaster strategically just in the sense that he's been getting left out of everything and hasn't really been able to get a foothold in the game, you look at him, you're like, okay, this guy's a big Survivor fan, he's social, he's a smart player, it hasn't worked out in his favor, but like he has winner criteria on paper. Right. So if he's able to make some moves, yeah. like you were saying, I think the jury was like, okay, Owen came in the clutch here. Right. I don't they don't they might not love a Gabler or Cassidy gameplay. If Owen's the one who puts the nail in the coffin, maybe beats Jesse in fire, I think Owen has a great case to win. Or the jury even could have Owen Gill. Knowing that they left him out for so long and now he's here and was able to make a move. So like it's just really interesting to see what could happen. And the 
In the, I agree with you both, and I'm excited to see what Owen does. In the interest of time, should we uh, kind of jump towards how things shook out? How things are like, yeah, or, yeah. or how things are go like, yeah. Because here's the question, Brian. Because with this episode, it, first was of all, really can I just deal zoom through the two challenges real quick. Well, I mean, you Not can even, even just miss me in the ball challenge. Although, this is the challenge. You can tie me up and roll me around, but listen for this. <laughs> For this episode, and, and the door opens too, okay. but uh, in this episode, I don't care about no damn hoggy. Get me to like the yeah. second half of the, like y'all could have spent two hours and 47 minutes on that. But, all right. but yeah, let's get to, they tied me up, well, they yeah. rolled me We're around. Reward ch- like super fast reward challenge, blindfold, mm. ball rolling, mm. table maze, mm. uh, Owen, uh, Owen, Cody, and Carla win that, go to the Survivor Sanctuary. It's sort of more Carla lot making some lies, playing it up. Put it under your arm. Playing up her, her position in the game, saying, oh, I don't have an idol. Fake tears. And then they get back to camp. That's kind of disproven. Puts Carla in a bad spot. Then we get to the immunity challenge. Uh, they have to maneuver through an obstacle course, complete a bat puzzle. Mm. Uh, and now Carla gets there last, starts making great progress on the puzzle, but... Her hands and her body just start sort of shutting down, and so it becomes very close between Cassidy and Cody. And Cassidy ends up winning the challenge, and then we are now back at camp prior to this epic tribal. Mm. Yeah, um, I love puzzles and stuff like that. That was awesome to watch. Even the puzzles where you can't, where it looks like one piece goes in the right place yeah. and it, it throws you off. So yeah, that that was awesome to watch. Cassidy did a great job in that. Uh, when she had to Now we're back at camp And You have Cody Wanting to make a move On Carla mm-hmm. So he goes up to her Saying like Hey we're gonna Just act like we're gonna, Yeah idols. we're gonna Bluff yeah. our idols To everybody Blah 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 Yep He tells that plan To Owen mm-hmm. He gets the guys On board The guys yes. And then who tells it to Jesse when Jesse's like, wait a minute. Jesse was in on that plan as well. Okay. Cody obviously looped him in, given that that's his, that was his number one. Um, and then, yeah, Je- Jesse realizes, you know, if we can get Cody to feel comfortable with this, we could take a shot at Cody, um, which to me at first did not really make sense because kind of like, you know, if you are holding Cody's idol regardless... Why not get him at a? Why not get Carla now and get Cody at the five? But what I think separated this move and really solidified it as a great move was you play Cody's idol, and this is skipping out a little bit. The idea to play an idol on Owen to prompt Carla to then burn her idol sets up a clear path for Jesse now, where he's flushed all the idols but his own secret one, and then he's gotten out, you know, a Cody. And I do think there's merit to getting out of Cody because say Carla does go, I think Cassidy, Gabler, Owen might be like, okay, now we do need to split up a Cody mm-hmm. and a Jesse. Now, at that point, Jesse would have the idols, still would get to four. Cody would probably go. But I think the ball, I think for the jury, it's now more credit to Jesse's case right. where he's taking the initiative and he'll be able to put the target on Cat Carla next episode if he wants or whoever he wants to. And it's almost like he's guided the whole thing. Whereas, you know, if a Carla goes now and then everyone else targets a Cody next episode, even if Jesse jumps on board, he might not get the same credit. And also they said Cody's, well, we saw Cody's a great fire maker. 
So like mm. if if he were to squeak when through, the, yeah. then he could he could True. Yeah, he could do things to pad himself. Hundred percent. Um and also the move it uh after we've seen this strongish edit from Carla this whole time, she's kinda left out of everything. Yeah. And she is voting against someone that Jesse stands up and protects. Mm, yeah. So it's like, all right. You look kind of silly yeah. right now in front of the jury. It, it moves her down to the point where if somehow, A, she's a, not as strong of a competitor as Cody, I don't think, in the terms of fire, uh, and even the final five, final four challenge, we see in this challenge at the final six, her body is just started, sort, sort of starting to shut down a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, especially when you think of challenges like fire where your hands are essential and she's had issues with her hands all game, Jeff points it out in the challenge, or, you know, some of the notorious... Um, Final five, final four challenges or infamous challenges like the um, the one with the like balls on a track. Yeah, you have to like ca- yeah. I forget what it's called. Oh, yeah, like, I won't. It's like s- s- okay. something something okay. like, something omatics. I forget what it's called. But. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and if she's having issues grabbing the balls, <laughs> then it's going to be put me in. That whereas Cody might be a he might be grabbing instead of. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, we see you know we see this plot sort of unfold in all this post tribal stuff. Like you said, this all this information, and this is the power of Jesse having all this information. I think he is sort of that central figure of knowledge in the tribe, and this is the time where he's able to utilize it to make a great move and get Owen and Gabler on board, um, and he's able to. You know, we all we all see how it plays out, and it just—I I don't think there's any argument. That was a really strong move, very strong. And one thing to note is how the jury perceived it. Mm-hmm. There were some big reactions. They were like, "Yeah." And then another thing to point out is how Cody himself, Cody received it. First of all, watching him while these votes are read, and while it, well, while Jesse plays the idol on Owen, watching Cody. Cody is a good guy. Like we yeah. know this. We know this guy. And watching the pain and everything on his face is just like you can really feel it. Yeah. And then for him to have to get up and get his torch, Jesse stands up, Cody gives him a look. It's like a heartbreaking look. And then he gives him a jab. And it's like, is that game recognizing game? Like, damn, you got me. And I, and, or is it, you know, damn, that's a great game move. Or is it like, I'm going to just, I, I, how, how did you guys receive that embrace? I mean, just how you explained it. And it's like, again, huge props to Cody for that embrace because you know me, I'll put myself in that shoe and I don't know, I would give you the stare of death. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm sure after I got the Ponderosa, you know, wet the whistle, I'm sure I would then be like, my bro got me. But in that moment, I was only out there nine days and I saw my name three times and I was hot, ready to fight. So in that moment, with my closest ally, like, oh, <laughs> oh. so yeah. I think that, again, I, I feel like you said game recognizes game. And I think that, again, just even in that moment, I just a uh, lot of respect for Cody. Yeah, I think it's um, a little bit of both where I think Cody definitely was pissed. Like we see, despite him being a strategic player, he's never sort of been disloyal. Like he's always stuck with his guy made moves with him, but never even considered turning on him. And so I think rightfully so, Cody is upset. But I do think what is very underrated is that Jesse did go that extra step 
you know, you couldn't just let him sit there and be mad at you and you know, not even look at him, but to stand up and, uh, and, and embrace him and, yeah. and say, you know, I'm going to explain this to you. I think it brings Cody to a point where he's going to be upset, but he might get to a final tribal. And if Jesse's there, Jesse can say straight up, like, I love you, man, but my, I need this for my family. And like, look him in the eye. And I think Jesse, that's something yeah. Jesse would and yeah. can do. And I think Cody, he has Cody in a place where I think Cody will be ready to receive that and give him that vote. We got a confessional from Jesse where he said, hey, look, yeah, I love Cody, but I love my family. Mm. And he was like teary. And he, he said, that's where my allegiance mm. is. Yeah. And if I think about Ghost Island, that Dom, I, I could see Dom's actually saying that, that we didn't have the right shots at yeah. each other. But that's the kind of guy Dom is. Yeah, that was the mentality. Right. And I almost think that had Dom done that to me. You would be pissed, but at the end of the day... I'd give him that respect yeah. and, and, and give him that vote. And, like, Jesse, you saw him get teary-eyed and, and in the confessional. And I think that in a final tribal, yeah. if he gets there, mm-hmm. he's going to get people... Like, he's going to get people really... He's going to give him that yeah. story. And I think there's no question he's genuine in that, being very upset about getting oh, out yeah. Cody. And, yeah, and I, I mean, I think where sometimes I understand the being upset at a close ally is when I think, you know, maybe that move is not necessary. Like mm-hmm. maybe your ally stabs you in the back and then they go home next and you're like, what the hell were you thinking? Like not only did you stab me in the back, but it just wasn't a good move for you. It was dumb for Jesse, you know, assuming he's able to pitch his case at the end of the game. If he could just say straight up, Cody, I don't, I don't think I could have beat you. And if getting you out was the difference between getting a million dollars for me and my family, I had to do it. I right. love you, but like, like you know, it's, it's a very clear it's cut game. thing yeah. where you could say to Cody, this was what I had to do and I knew it in the moment. And that's why I never even considered it until this moment when it was so apparent to me that it had to be done. And it's like that move pushed you towards the end of the game. That move directly is, exactly. is going to put him in the final four. It's a statement move and it's a, it's a clear cut play whereas if it happened beginning of the merge it's like yeah, why right, are you doing yeah. that like I had your back but having someone's back only goes so far if you can't if win you it can't win it so two things that come to my mind I feel like Jesse reminds me a lot of Omar last season in the sense of being like just this pivotal person that has all of the knowledge and again different game styles but like this reminds me a lot of where Omar was but I feel like Jesse has secured his spot because I feel like Jesse will ultimately be in the final four because he has that idol so that's the one statement Mm -hmm. my second statement is and let me go off a little bit I understand y'all saying oh he got Carla looking foolish she flushed her idol and this and that but she had an idol to play. Most people go home with fire tokens or idols in their pockets. So regardless of the misstep that she had, anybody in that position, yeah, yeah. whether y'all are, yeah. you psyching me out or you you testing me. That's why it was so brilliant of Jesse. Because right. you know when oh, you play an idol for Owen, for Carla, it looks so obvious that she would be the target that... Any, like you said, any player, play it. it would be dumb not, not to. to. And so, like, and that's just what I'm saying is that, like, y'all gonna stop coming at my girl because, again, Jesse is a top tier player, and he set that move up perfect. I, at this point in the game, Carla's not taking a risk to go home, no. so she's not done yet. And again, I love everybody. 
So I'm excited, but like, I just, I be seeing a lot of people just being like, oh, call it this, call it that. She's there. She's got to where she is. And her, I think like the thing that frustrates me about Survivor um, and what I love about this new era is that like, we've never seen a Jesse style before. Sorry. We've never seen, I get get a little hype. We've never seen a Jesse style before. So it's interesting. But also, Carla's style is interesting and innovative as well. It's like a, a she just walking the path. It's like a Sandra Diaz. Did Jesse play very similarly, in my opinion? I just think when she turned on Cassidy, she lost a lot of her leverage because she sort of isolated herself. But right. Jesse has had these connections and maintained them. So sure, but I mean, we don't. And I would. I can't wait till the season's over so that I can hear different thought processes. But I'm just saying that, like. Carla might be shooken, but she's not broke. Yeah. And um, I'm interested to see what will happen. But no, I'm, I, I give it to Jesse. And, you know, but although you know, Jesse and I are going to do a divorce, I won't talk about it right now. But I will say this, though. If Jesse do win a million dollars, the reconcilable differences might not be ill. They might be reconcilable. So, Jesse, if you hear it, is. Might not be ill. Isn't it irreconcilable? Yeah, but they're not, they're not, they'll be reconcilable. They're not going to be ill. So, Jesse, if you listen to this, I mean, I'm willing to go to counseling. Did you sign a prenup? We didn't sign a prenup because, you know, he, I, he was away. I was writing him. So, you know, we, you know, humble beginnings. So, but Jesse, if you listen to this. Where was he away? You know, he, had, he was, you know, in our family, we said he was at camp. Spring break. Spring break. So the door not closed yet, Jesse. So you know when you was in the confessional, you said you like Cody, but your family needs more part. I got a little teary eyed, Jesse. I got a little teary eyed. If you win that million, just think a little old Bryce. Little old Bryce, okay. But also, Carla is still in it. My girl Cassidy is doing her thing. Oh, Zaddy is still finding his way, okay. What's the peanut? <laughs> it's time to wait. I be out. I be out. Gabler. Whoa, we're final four. Somebody needs to just wait. Gabler up. But this season is amazing. So I just wanted to. Just- yeah. One thing I wanted. I've been thinking about that. I wanted to throw out to you guys. Um, I, I, like we said, there's no question. It's a great move by Jesse. What I was thinking. Do you guys know the meme where it's like? Like pointing the gun at the back of someone's head, but then the, that person is like pointing at the back of someone's head, and then like that person, and like at the end, like Jesse's like up in the balcony, like shooting them all down, like mm-hmm. taking them all out because there's so many that. layers to it. I think there's one layer farther here where if I'm an Owen, I hear this plan and I go to a Gabler and a Cassie, I say, Hey, what if us three put our votes on Jesse? And then we get Jesse out, all the idols are flushed, Carla looks like a fool, Cody looks like a fool, and now if I'm an Owen, I've now made the biggest move in the game and yeah. I, that could be my game winning move. Yeah. I, I feel like that would have been crazy. Maybe it was discussed. I mean, that would have been insane. Maybe it was discussed, but it felt like Owen and Gabler were just so happy to be in on a plan that they didn't take it one step farther and say, is there a way we could switch this and put it in our favor? And I think that could have been, I don't know if it would have happened. Like if Owen and Gabler go to Cassidy, do, does that plan come together? I don't know. But I think if they, I think that would have been just such a phenomenal move. And I think that's the move that really Owen could have made that and been the new clear-cut favorite to win. Here's Although, 
then that might, might happen. You go like five. It's possible. I think I think that takes certain certain thinkers. Like I don't think if I was given if Jesse gave me that plan, I don't think I would think that. Mm-hmm. However, I think if there were two Jessies on this island and Jesse number one gave Jesse number two that plan, yeah. Jesse number two would Take. say, "Okay, now I know where all the votes are going. Now this is how we're going." Yeah. Like. I think Jesse is that kind of player. He's always looking for that other way. Exactly. Whereas if someone came to me with info, I might be like, yeah, that's a good, safe bet. Let's do it. Instead of what is what is actually the best yeah. bet to posture me or to position me to win the game. 100%. No, I don't think... Yeah, obviously it's not something... Crazy. Yeah, it's, oh not, it's not something everyone would be able to pull off. But I do feel like Owen especially... Could have made it happen. I think he could have. But I do think, you know, when he knows there's these idols out there, he, I feel like for him and Gabler, by extension, any plan that's like, oh, I'm going to be safe, let him down. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like, I, I think it would have been really epic if, if they could have pulled that off. And it would honestly would have been so crazy because layer one, you have Carla thinking, oh, we're just going to bluff our idols, get out Owen. Layer two is Cody thinking, oh, we're bluffing the bluffing of the idols. We're taking out Carla. Layer three, like we saw, Jesse then playing the idol on Owen, getting Carla play her idol on and taking out Cody. Mm. And then if you put in layer four where it's like me, if it's a me, Cassidy, and Gabler, the three of us just vote for Jesse and he goes home. All the idols are out of the game. And they don't even know Jesse has that backup idol. And maybe that's why Owen's maybe even more on board with this plan because if you don't don't think Jesse has an idol, which no one does – you just get him at five. Yeah. Right. Because if I'm Owen now, I'm like, I can get out Jesse at five and Carla at four probably and sit with, you know, Gabler and Cassie. Like, that sounds actually pretty good to me. Yeah. And when's the last shot? When's the last time for Shot in the Dark? I think five. So next episode. Probably. Okay. All right. So, yeah. But, I mean, one episode left. One episode left. But that's left. exactly why, because obviously we know Jesse has an idol. Nobody else does. He's going to get the same crazy reaction next episode when he's like, yeah, this is Janine's idol and I'm safe. Because it's either going to be him or Carla getting all the votes, I feel like. And so that just adds to his resume. And obviously, exactly why you keep it a secret, because maybe if Owen had known that, then he thinks of that move. He's like, I I need to flush all the idols. But he thinks Jesse's vulnerable. Reminds me of Tony a lot in the sense of like Tony always had these crazy ideas that he always says that he kept them to himself. Yeah. And so like just reminds me of Jesse. So yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's crazy to be here with the baby boys recording live uh, for the Purple Pants podcast. It's been great. Uh, so tune in next week. We'll hopefully give it to you live again. We'll be in LA again for the finale. Unfortunately, tickets are sold out. There might be one or two, so go click and check. But uh, they they sold out, unfortunately. But listen, we'll be on Tuesday night. Next Tuesday, we'll be at Oz's karaoke party. Uh, So it's going to be a great time. But before we go, since we have Jack in person, and I think that, Jack, they were eating you alive in the comments. Some people said it's a little disrespectful. You ain't know who Luther Vandross was. So I feel like you got to do the Purple Pants karaoke to test young Jackery's knowledge. All right. Okay. How did you Now, 
Who is it? Title no, name. I have no idea. You guys need to start giving me some research to do. Title. And then I can come in prepared, studied up on the material. Title. But you just name. come out with songs that I <laughs> before I was born. And you're like, how have you not learned this yet? How have you not listened to every song from before when you were born, Jack? Title and name? Mm-hmm. Wait, that's the same thing. Title and artist? Title and artist. <laughs> <laughs> not too much. Um, I think that you should be... I need a clue. You, you could at least guess the title. Nobody's supposed to be... Nobody's supposed to okay. be Okay. We'll give them... Deborah Cox, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Let's give them another song. Um... That other one that you always sing and I didn't know. Okay. Uh, let's do... Oh, okay. Let's... If he doesn't know this... Then we kicking him out. If he doesn't know this... Then he's not the moderator. <clears throat> getting a little tired of your broke promise, promises. Looking at your pages saying numbers and numbers. Call you on the side. You're hanging with the others and Hanging with my... Always getting jealous and jealous. I was with you when you didn't have no drama the drama. Hanging with the kids. Always with your mama, your mama. Never funded you. Never brought the drama the drama. Now you hit the hit player, please. No, I'm not the one. Say it again, say it again. Oh, no, I'm not the one. You do or you don't. You do or you won't, won't. You can or you oh, oh. No more. No more. We gotta do right. Title artist. Jack. <laughs> say it again. Okay, well, uh, I mean... Uh, we'll give you half a point. What's it called? No more. No more. Getting tired of you. Promise this. Promise this. She has a list. Not too much. Three LW. That's the name of the group. Uh, you never heard of Three LW? I've never. Adrian Balon, Keely Williams, and uh, Notori Williams. Just you got you guys start sending me some. some uh, okay, one more. Okay, one more. I'm oh like. I'm yeah, well, it's, it's just funny. Um, what's the not the good one? Um, oh, uh, uh, why don't uh, do you remember the time? Is that bracelet from South Remember the time when we first met? Girl, remember the time? Oh, I was telling love. Do you remember the time when we Was he singing? That's a lyric. That's literally how it goes. Oh. <laughs> I turned around and checked his I forgot to remember. <laughs> oh, no. uh, okay. They call him the King of Pop. Oh. Um, oh, Jack. Oh, Jack. Oh, oh Michael Jackson. Oh. Yeah. There we go. I just didn't right. want to say Michael Jackson be wrong because someone is it like David Bowie is also like the, uh, the prince of pop. Cut, 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 cut get, uh, we are. I know it's not David Bowie. Cut 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 to get my off, David Bowie is called like the the prince of pop, right? No. <laughs>
And that is going to conclude this week's Survivor News. If you could be so kind to ensure that you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is that you can find podcasts. The Purple Pants Podcast awaits for you to subscribe, write a review, give your baby boy some five stars. Don't forget to subscribe and watch along on the audio podcast on video over there on YouTube. Type in Bryce Isaiah, subscribe, give that video a thumbs up and let us know in the comments what you think. And don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. Not too much. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants. It's the Purple Pants. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.